I just realized I've been wearing um, these shorts for the last, like, uh, four or five episodes. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's I only have one pair of, like, comfy shorts, so... Sniffed right as you. Oh, good. That's okay. Well, they won't hear it. <laughs> How are you? Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Jabata Slaps. I'm Mac. I'm Jeeves. And today's episode is all about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You've heard it before. We're continuing it again. Yeah, literally. What episode do we talk about it most in? Um, good Vibes, Good Life, the book club. Okay. Yeah, because he talked about, like, the law of vibration and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one, too, but I can't... We talked about it briefly with Alexa in the tarot one, mm-hmm. um, which we bring up again in here. There's yeah. another one, but maybe that was just, like, personal conversation. Yeah, I can't... <laughs> I can't picture where... Yeah. What one it is. Yeah, I've got no idea. The mind is blank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, mm-hmm. do that... Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see I'm a redhead now. <laughs> yes, Mac dyed her hair red. I did. It looks so good. A nice auburn. I feel every the comment I've gotten the most is like it looks like my natural hair color. It really does. Yeah, which it suits you very much. So yeah. like, yeah, not a mousy brown. Like actually makes sense of my freckles and yeah, pasty skin. It's very Anna Green Gables. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Now I'm like, no doubt am I Scottish now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm not like Scottish face with like this mousy finish hair. <laughs> You're Stuart. Yeah. Stuart. But I can't do a Scottish accent. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's new with you, Jubes? Um, it was my mom's birthday and so when this episode comes out, it'll be my mom's birthday and we're gonna go on a super fun hike. And it'll be a blast, I feel like. It's just me and her and my dad. So fun. Because <laughs> my sister can't get the day off work. She's, like, work so much and, like, there's never anything for her to do at work. But the one day she wants to take off, the, everyone else is gone. Oh, no. So she can't actually get it off. She was, like, so mad about it. Oh, no. I was like, nice. That's super fun for you. That's hard. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Not too much other than that, really. Mm-hmm. I feel like... We've recorded a lot in the last little bit, so I don't know what's new. <laughs> I My brain has been, like, too many tabs open all the time. Yeah. So everything is just, like, blacked out right yeah. now to me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's, like, every event that could possibly be happening is, like, happening right now. Yeah. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Great. I was bored in February. Why couldn't this be back then? Yeah. No, because that would not have been good, because then we both would have been stressed. Yeah, but, like, just a little bit of this now and, like, oh. do it then, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's fair. It's just, like, no, after, like, after I left L.A., it's, like, everything back to back to back to back. Yeah. And I have, like, a day to catch up on my on rest. Yeah. But then I get guilt. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know the next round of shit's coming and I could use a rest day to work on stuff. Yeah. Like, after the um, cabin, I had, I spent two days there, like, alone afterwards. Yeah. And I could have been way more productive than I was. I slept for two days. Yeah. Well, yeah, you needed to. Like, I was wiped. Yeah. And 
So. No, that's fair. We're back to it. Mm-hmm. Back to the grind, baby. Go get in that grind set. I hate it. Hustle. I hate it. Yeah, me too. Absolutely not. I need more. I need a soft life. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. All done. <laughs> All done with this game. For law of attraction, if I could just, like, just be a money magnet and just not have to... Yep. Think too hard all the time. That would be much preferred right now. Put money out there and it'll return to you or whatever. Yeah. So I guess we'll In get theory, in. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about the yeah. law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already introduced this. I don't know why I'm reintroducing it. Um, but basically the law of attraction is a philosophy that suggests that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life and negative thoughts bring negative results into a person's life. So whatever you put out in the universe is going to come back to you. Um, It's kind of based on the idea that thoughts are a form of energy and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of life. Mm -hmm. So continuing on our um, good vibes, good life kind of (laughs) (laughs) spiel. Um, And so just kind of like by focusing on your dreams rather than your frustrations, you can change the frequency of your energy. And then the law of attraction will then bring positive things into your life. It's going to sound really weird to talk about, like, thoughts as the f- in the form of, like, energy and, like, vibration and stuff. But it actually is a thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, everything is is energy. All of your cells are energy and everything is yeah. has that energy potential. Well, even... I thought I had a quote in here... Um, that even like Einstein is like the entire life is just vibration. Mm-hmm. Like the whole universe is just vibration. So like, how is it any different that like your thoughts and your words, like speaking is literally just vibration. Like everything is. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah, your vocal cords are? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like also the rules of threes that Alexa, Alexa touched on in our tarot episode mm-hmm. um, in relation to law of attraction is just that whatever you put out into the universe, you get back threefold. So like three times as much kind of. Um, and so, yeah, if you put a good act out, then you'll get three times a good energy or three good acts back. If you put out bad energy or bad acts, then you're going to get three times like the bad energy yeah and um, that's where the whole um uh, phrase of like everything bad that happens in threes mm-hmm. kind of comes from yeah and that's it's important to um clarify that like if something bad happens to you n- it's not necessarily like a result of this thing like if someone in your life dies it's not because you stole a piece of gum when you were six like that's not how this works it's it's, not like that it's all within a similar level Mm -hmm. vibration yeah exactly um and so the rules of threes actually because i was doing some research into it just to make sure that we got the most factual information um, so naturally, I went to Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> did you learn nothing about citations? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I did one year out the other. <laughs> Just felt like the most compound information. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it said that um, the rules of three is like a religious belief that's held by Wiccans, neo-pagans, and occultists. Um I don't know if I'm saying that word right. I've heard it differently, but that's how I'm going to say it. Occultist? Occultist, yeah. yeah. We talked about the occult. Yeah. So I just really emphasize the O. Mm. Um, And so it is a bit, um, the rules of three is also referred to as karma. But not everyone in those three, like, religions, um, 
thinks that karma is the same as the rule of three, but like for simplicity's sake, they're the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that it was an actual like religious belief. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of like I don't know. I don't often think that laws and like you know, like I wouldn't think of like the law of attraction being like a religious belief. But yeah, yeah, but like, but karma is, and yeah, that is a. So yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of it as like law of attraction word for word as mm-hmm. a religious belief, but I've I've heard it in like other yeah um versions, I guess. Like even wasn't wasn't even there something about like the Ten Commandments? If you break the Ten Commandments, something bad happens to you. Um, I have no idea. It's been so long since I did. I don't know. Let's I think Google I was this. six when I did Bible study last. Um, but I think even in in like Christianity, there was like a other than hell, um, there was like a a religious thing that if you break, do something bad or break something bad. Well, there's like the whole like if your eye causes you to lust, you should pluck that eye out. If your hand causes you to sin, you should oh. cut your hand out. Okay, that's off. a little bit too extreme. So, that's a <laughs> but maybe karma, right? Like yeah. you're. I don't know. Um, I thought there was something along the lines, too, of, like, karma, attraction, da-da-da-da-da. Said someone who's, like, not highly religious whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. This, too? Um, No, no, I don't think... Matthew 519, Wikipedia. Um, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men, so he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. So basically, you just get shamed in heaven if you break a commandment. Okay. But if you don't break a commandment, then you get praised in heaven. Yeah. Um, correct us if we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, no idea. Yeah. But even, like, I mean, outside of religion, science, too, right? The mm-hmm. Newton's Law, we've talked about that during Good Vibes, Good Life, is is literally what yeah. karma is, right? Yeah. To every reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, exactly. So. Yes, science and religion go together. Like, oil and more, vinegar. <laughs> more than they like to admit, though. Mm-hmm. Too. It's, it's like oil and vinegar. They'll never mesh, but they taste great together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch, but I like it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a uh, kernel of truth. Yeah. <laughs> and so principles that make up the law of attraction, like attracts like. Mm-hmm. Similar things are attracted to each other. For example, people attract people who are similar to them. That's what we talked about that too in a different episode, but like Probably. with friendships. Was it Good Vibes, Good Life as well? I don't know. That was the um, most recent one. Yeah, I don't think it was Good Vibes. Good- oh no, we did talk about how like you need to surround yourself with people who share similar goals as you. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like a conscious thought versus like um, like subconsciously attracting people who are like you. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, for the mostly immediate response, like once I started working out, I have more gym friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Than non-gym friends, right? But even like when we first started hanging out, right? Like we were like, oh, like, yeah, we work together. And then we started realizing like how similar we are, like the similarities and like how we grew up and stuff. So I think yeah. that would be like a like attracts like, like that's why we were drawn to one another. Yeah. Is because we had similarities in like the way we were raised. A lot of, yeah, a lot of similar thought patterns and a lot of similar mm-hmm. upbringing. Yeah. Kind of style. Yeah. So that's, that's what, that's what I thought of when I read that. Yeah. Um, nature abhors a vacuum. 
And so this suggests that by removing negative things from your life, you are leaving room for positive things to take place, which mm-hmm. I've been going through yeah. a lot recently. Yeah. <laughs> Blocked a lot of um, parasites in my life. Good. Um, <laughs> we talked about this one, too. Um, in... The one that we are both thinking of but can't remember the name of, okay. we talked about in this one. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, we have talked about this one as well. Yeah. Irrelevant, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> Look back or don't. Right. <laughs> and then, so the present is always perfect. So this principle focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present, but instead of thinking about them with dread, you should focus on making the present moment the best it can be. Yeah. So that's very much living in the moment, and that's where like meditation and practices mm-hmm. like that like um grounding practices yeah often are encouraged for someone who has a lot of anxiety because it takes them out of their head and into yeah. their into the current moment exactly and from the little bit that i've read um from our book for this month it very much talks about how like there is no future there is no past there's only today yeah so like live in today and if you want to make changes make them today yeah like you only have control over what you do in the present yeah yeah exactly which is kind of interesting um and so like the law of attraction isn't a new term Mm -hmm. and actually has philosophical roots dating back to the early 19th century where it was referred to as new thought Mm -hmm. i would like them to use that in a sentence because i don't fully understand but Um, There was a resurgence of interest in the law of attraction during the 20th century, especially when the film The Secret was released in 2006, and then its sequel The Power was released in 2010. I haven't heard of either of those movies. Me neither. But, like, they were, like, in this article that I read, they were like, oh, yeah, in The Secret it was this, in The Secret it was this, because it was a movie that was then turned into a book. Was oh. how, and I was like, I don't know how that works. So I think they just messed up that sentence, or I messed up that sentence. But yeah, I don't even know what it was about at all. Hmm. But apparently, it was huge in the law of attraction. To be fair, I was eight and twelve, so yeah, well, I guess, <laughs> yeah, I was six and ten. N- no, F- yeah. If I was eight and twelve, you're only a year younger than me. Yeah, but in 2006, I would have been turning seven for 2007. Oh, yeah. So I'm always you're the same so age as the year. Yeah. You're so late. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> the summary of The Secret uh, is a feature-length movie presentation which reveals the great secret of the universe. It has been passed throughout the ages, traveling through centuries. This is the secret to everything. The secret to unlimited joy, health, money, relationships, love, youth, everything you've ever wanted. All the resources you will ever need to understand and live the secret. The world's leading scientists, authors, and philosophers will reveal will reveal the secret that utterly transformed the lives of every person who ever knew it. Plato, Newton, Carnegie, Beethoven, Shakespeare, Einstein. So it's very philosophical mm-hmm. and elitist. It feels <laughs> like a documentary. But apparently it's a movie. Interviews with self-proclaimed authors, philosophers, and scientists with an in-depth discussion of visualizing your goals. Hmm. Oh. Sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It sounds like it could be interesting, but also it's like, would we walk in the line of preachy? Yeah. Yeah. Very thin. Yeah. That is a very thin line. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um, how many more times can I say um in this episode? 
So like we like we brought up in Good Vibes, Good Life, Law of Attraction and the Law of Vibration are also um, very much interconnected. Mm-hmm. And so basically the Law of Vibration takes the Law of Attraction just one step further. And so it states that everything in the universe is in a constant state of vibration. And those vibrations determine the experiences you have in your life. And so you're matching your vibrations with the vibration of the thing that you want to have. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as we've had it before, like healthy foods vibrate at a higher level than Mm -hmm. unhealthy foods. And so if you want to feel good, that's where eating healthy foods or the whole spiritual side of eating healthy foods points towards is the, um, and that same goes with like positive thoughts. So positive thoughts and feelings emit high frequency vibrations while negative thoughts and feelings emit low frequency vibrations. And this has actually been shown in, um, is it ECG brain scans? Uh, ECG is is heart. Okay. I know. Uh, what's the brain? Um, MRI, cat, Mm -hmm. CT, pet, um, EEG. Oh yep. EEG is electroencephalography. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, so EEG, that's it, not, I'm like, not encephalogram. Oops, sorry. So in EEG um, scans there that have been studied there, you can actually see it Okay. on the chart of someone who's depressed mm-hmm. versus someone who's, I guess, normal or happy. Yeah. And the, the lines are lower on the person who is depressed. That's really cool. Because their brain isn't functioning at the same... Um, I was going to say velocity. Like, yeah. that sounds so intense. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the same energy. vibration, yeah. yeah. Like, there's not as many um, uh, connections and synapses happening in a someone who is depressed. Right. Which then, can, like, if you do it long term, then contributes to, like, atrophy of certain cells because they're not getting activated or stimulated. Oh, interesting. And your brain is actively trying to um, cleanse itself out of unnecessary thoughts and mm-hmm. and learned, uh, learned stuff, so... Yeah. That's why I said learnt stuff instead of an, a normal human word because yeah. well, knowledge. My recall <laughs> is yeah. wearing really thin. Great. <laughs> since starting the podcast, my psychology recall has really been put to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really has, especially because I just ask you questions out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like really testing. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know I know this. Yeah. But I haven't had to like speak about yeah. it. Well, yeah, it's almost like because even when you ask me like the one anthropology question of like, um, Whatever it was. See, my recall is just as bad. Neanderthals. Um, Yeah, and Homo sapiens and all that jazz. I was like, I know it, but I need to, like, see an image in order to, like, spark the rest of my thoughts. Like, I need something to, like, trigger it. Otherwise, I'm gonna, like, not. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've been very aware of, like, that I jump in when you're not finished with thought, and then we end up talking over each other. We do that to each other a lot. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't care. Because <laughs> I do it to you, too, all the time. <laughs> I know. You just, you just stop that. But, um, no, one thing that, like, when it comes to recall and active recall, like, that's the issue with memories, and that's why, um, when you talk forensic psychology, a lot mm-hmm. of... Because um, here's a side tangent number one. Yep. <laughs> the whole blog. eyewitness testimony is absolute bull crap. It's, it's because your um, memory formation isn't. It changes. Solidified. Yeah. Every yeah. time you recall it, it, it changes. has to get pulled out of the, the box, yeah. ran up to the front office, and then during that 
trip. Yeah. Someone could have lost, something could have flown out and someone could have lost something. It could have been put down on this desk somewhere. And exactly. So you have all these like different factors that then get grouped in with this memory mm-hmm. and put back in the filing system. Well, and even like going off on the side tangent, cause I actually know about it. Um, uh, wow. Brain gone. <laughs> when you look at um, like mug shots, like when you're trying to do like a police lineup to see who like committed the crime, there's ways you have to do that so that you're not just like changing the face of the person you see because that happens so, so often mm-hmm. as if they're given a lineup. Like when you do like the one by one, you're just comparing it to the one before but when you look at them all in a row then you're comparing them all to each other like oh this person looks the most like what i saw are they actually the person i don't know but then when you leave and come back you replay that memory over and over until the person in your mind who committed the crime is the person that you saw in the lineup whether or not they actually committed the crime yeah it's bonkers yeah and then there's a lot of micro cues that are issues especially with um like dirty cops and stuff too Mm -hmm. that they'll give micro hints or if like in an interview prior to whatnot they're like do you know this man and then they'll put the same man in the lineup because they want to charge that man even though he might be exactly and they're like oh well he looks familiar but it's not because you saw him commit the crime it's because he was shown to you a week prior or whatever right yeah yeah so crazy the brain's actively trying to remove it and so that's where and you can see that in um this just comes back to the eeg where you can actually see Mm -hmm. how much the brain is functioning versus not wild yeah um yeah and so kind of along those lines like we're basically just like a radio like we're constantly broadcasting signals and vibrations via like our thoughts and our feelings and the universe is constantly responding by bringing experiences and circumstances into our lives that match those frequencies so if you want something good to happen try and live in like a high vibration mood i guess is the best way to put that yeah um oh yeah and here's my eyeball, eyeball, blah, 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 blah. my <laughs> holy cow usually it's me today it's you i'm just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> my tongue is too big for my mouth uh, <laughs> 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 um, albert einstein no. even said everything in life is vibration because the universe is made up of vibrating particles that are constantly moving and creating energy so how are our thoughts any different Yes. Yes. So, what's the opposite of law of attraction? So, what is it exactly the opposite, but it's something that happens? Like, often people who believe the law of attraction then put blame on themselves when things outside of their control happen, like accidents, injuries, layoffs, major illnesses. Um, With these situations, we're not able to control what happens, but we can control how we react to them, and that's where the law of attraction comes into play. Yeah. And so that can be seen with, like... I was just having a conversation with someone the other night, uh, last night actually, about this, where it's like you can come from a really shitty circumstance, Mm -hmm. but it's how you react to it that really builds your character and determines how you're going to be in the world. For example, someone with a drug addict parent, right? Yeah. Either they're also going to become an addict or they're going to become an addictions counselor. Yeah. Well, that's even like Vex King, right? Like he grew up in a really shitty situation. Yeah. But the life he was able to make from that was incredible. Yeah. And so it's, it's really you are the driver in the driver's seat of your own life Mm -hmm. and again this is where my tangent of like you can think that the world's happening to you and not for you Mm -hmm. but the reality is if you're constantly living in this like cycle of everything sucks it doesn't work out for me um nothing's good about life what's the point yeah then yeah you're gonna manifest that like i hate to be like that cheesy hippie chick but all you're going to see is that if that if that is 
all that you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. Like, if everything's woe is me, I'm so woe. Um, is he dressed yep. up? Yeah. Head to the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could not say that without okay, thinking about it. Okay, down with um, <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, if that's all you focus on, that's all you're going to see. That's like when you're going to buy a new car and you, like notice this new car model and then that car model is all you see everywhere it's the same kind of thing where you just start to notice only shitty things if that's all you're focused on but when you start to focus on like practicing gratitude and being thankful for things and looking at things with like an open mind and an open heart then yeah you're gonna see more happy things Mm -hmm. and you become a product of the people you hang around the most right so Mm -hmm. the people you hang around the most are leeches yeah (laughs) then it's gonna suck it gets exhausting like Pun intended. It's gonna suck. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. And yeah, and that it gets so. I think that whole concept is so overplayed and overused. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it has to be because no one actually listens to it. Yeah, like even me, I preach it. But mm-hmm. there are some days when when things suck. Yeah, man, it's hard to find a, a silver lining. Yeah, and it's not like oh, yeah. toxic positivity. You always need to find the silver lining. Like sometimes it is okay to be like woe is me i'm so woe yeah but you need to not let it like drag you down and take longer than necessary right like you can't just get stuck in that loop of negative feedback loop yeah and so that's where the whole i mean um on tiktok um as this is our (laughs) main source of social (laughs) wikipedia and tiktok that's where we get our information (laughs) Well, TikTok is where the whole society and culture comes out for us because mm-hmm. that's you see a lot of that those kind of principles on there and topics. But lucky girl syndrome has mm-hmm. been a huge thing. It has been huge on TikTok, and it's just essentially just affirmations. Yeah, that's all it really is. It, yeah, but people have taken that and turned it into like a lifestyle. Yeah, because they've found that when they focus on the positive, good, good things, things happen. Ha- yeah, because that's all you're looking at it's like having yeah. blinders on yeah you can either have blinders on for negative or you can have blinders on for positive yeah exactly so okay so how do you practice or follow the law of attraction for those rule followers out there like me <laughs> <laughs> here's the guidebook yeah literally the recipe you need two cups of gratitude two cups of gratitude <laughs> a quarter teaspoon of visualizing your goals <laughs> A third of a cup to look for the positives in a situation. Yeah. Um, so basically, you create your own reality. So focus on what it is that you want in your life and try and make yourself that same vibration. So what you can do to do that is <laughs> practice gratitude, visualize your goals. If you have a Fantasia like uh, myself and Mac Daddy, mm-hmm. um, we just created a vision board. Matt created a beautiful little template, and so um, I put in the pictures that I wanted and, like, whatever was important to me, and then I set it as this laptop's background and my computer background to kind of just keep what I want at the forefront of my mind so I can continue, like, working towards them. Yeah. Because it's hard to, like, visualize them in just in my brain. Yeah. Um, look for positives in a situation. Um, that one feels very toxic positivity-y, but... Again, like, take do what you can with but that. But this goes back to the whole, like, where you read in the book and where I, what I read in the book. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're feeling guilty or not guilty, um, uh, ungrateful, ungrateful, self deprecating, da 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 Just know that, like, yeah, sometimes it does help to think, like, someone has it worse. Yeah. Right? And that's not meant to be, not, not meant to diminish your own feelings, but it's meant to look like, it could be worse. Like if yeah. I was in this person's shoes, 
I know they're going through a lot. That sucks. Like, yeah. I, and you, then you come from a pace, place of, like, empathy mm-hmm. rather than, like, greed. Yeah. It can also just kind of, yeah. like, yeah. snap you out of it. Yeah. You can just be like, oh, well, I actually have this, this, and this. So, yeah. okay, my life isn't actually as bad as I thought, even though this mm-hmm. is happening to me right now. I can still be sad about that, but, like, it's not the end of the world, right? Yeah, and that's where the whole but statements, I guess, come into, right? Mm-hmm. Where this sucks, but... Yeah. At least it's not this. Yes. Or this sucks, but at least I don't have a brain tumor. This sucks, but tomorrow I'm going to a spa, so that'll be fun for tomorrow. Or this sucks, but I can't add anything more to that. So it just, it it makes it not feel so doom and gloom, at least for me. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah, definitely. Because it just puts you, takes you out of your own head and puts you in someone else's shoes, which uh, I think empathy for me it makes me feel a lot yeah it just happier. it just um like renews your perspective yeah a bit yeah um learn how to identify negative thinking again this is kind of same thing mm-hmm. um use positive affirmations uh reframe negative events in a more positive way the whole butt statements yeah um uh the law of attraction isn't an immediate solution for all of life's challenges but it can help you create just like a more optimistic mindset an outlook on life that will help you stay motivated. So again, it's another mindset thing where like it's not going to solve all your problems. You're still going to have issues, but it can help you navigate them and get through them a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just some other things that you can do to implement the law of attraction in your life, which are like journaling. Um, this one helps you kind of just like verbalize your thought patterns, I guess, so you can kind of understand. Like, if you tend to be a more pessimistic thinker, an optimistic thinker, so it kind of just, it's like setting the foundation. You're like, hey, this is where I'm starting from. What do I need to kind of change or fix or whatever? And so Journey and I are doing like a self-test on gratitude journaling specifically. Mm -hmm. So we just picked up a couple of gratitude journals, and so we're going to start them, and then we'll let you guys know what we think of them. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. We'll just see how it how it, if it does anything for us or how it mm-hmm. changes us or if it's just I don't know takes us out of our head for well, five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> even just the act of like creating the habit to gratitude journal every day and just like mm-hmm. yeah, I think it would be very very interesting because to we, see because we both talked about how we don't have like affirmations right because I, I mean mm-hmm. shouting affirmations in a mirror doesn't really it makes me it gives me secondhand embarrassment for myself. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. do much for me. It's not, it's not helpful for me, and so I wonder yeah. if this is going to do a similar yeah. thing. Yeah, even just, ha- like, forcing yourself to kind of... That's not the best way to phrase that. But, like, forcing yourself to think about, what am I grateful for? Yeah. What do I have? What... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the second thing you can kind of do is make a mood board. Uh, like we said, um, creates a visual reminder to help you maintain a positive mindset and stay focused on your goals. Again, we did that with the vision board. Mm-hmm. Um, practice acceptance. So instead of focusing on what is wrong about the present or what needs to be changed, work on accepting things as they are. Um, so I listened to a podcast um, probably a year and a half to two years ago, and they just kind of talked about like the mindset shift of instead of saying, oh, I can't wait for mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I'm excited for or I look forward to the day so that you're not living in the future. Yeah. But you're still like. Like, saying, oh, yeah, I'm excited for this to happen, but, like, I'm also okay to be where I'm at right now mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, that's how I've been kind of... I don't know if that counts as practicing practicing acceptance 
But I think it brings you back to like, I mean, practicing gratitude and just being in the moment. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, okay, this is where my life is at right now. Like, that's great. Yeah, there's things I'd like to change, blah, blah, whatever. But a lot of that can't happen until they're out of my control, like whatever. So it's like, this is just where I'm going to be for right now. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, practice positive self-talk. This one is extremely important, especially if you are overly self-critical. Um, and so it's important to set a goal to engage in positive self-talk each day and it gets easier with time. And so this is kind of also just like affirmations, like just saying like, oh, you are strong. You are kind. You're beautiful. Yeah. 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 So fun. So in terms of relationships, um, you can use this to work towards like relationship goals. So one way to do this is to be more aware of the things that are holding you back from allowing love into your life. Um, this again comes on the dating scene where it's like everyone's shit and it's like well are you just attracting shit yeah it's like yeah oh my goodness you don't have any friends everyone's friends are so dramatic but like are you the problem yeah that's the like how many times is it until you're like you have to be faced with your own shit and like again personal story um as we've you guys saw and uh since the podcast started I've spent so much time being like, why can't I ever get in a relationship? Like, I, yeah. it was always something that I would just hyper-focus on mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, why? Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And started self-doubt, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Just an attachment style issue, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it turns out. Yeah. Turns out, avoided attachment, that, mm-hmm. would, that would do it for me. Yeah, that does it. And so, but since learning that, it's it threw me mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. So I guess that was almost... Four, five months ago now was that january yeah it was january right mm-hmm. yeah and so in those five months i i've seen significant change yeah and like things that i would allow people to get away with mm-hmm. those people are now removed from yeah. my life yeah because i'm like there's no need for that i'm exhausted like yeah i essentially just remembered who i am yeah and it's made a world of difference so far well that's like just naming how you're feeling right like you there was this big issue that you didn't understand like okay why is this happening and then someone gave it a name and you're like oh my gosh wait i can think about this i can actually like understand and move towards it and work through it well it's because like i know what that is yeah like when i should check i've got it i learned about this like i know what it is even though i didn't think i would have it Mm -hmm. but i don't know but yeah now that you know you can like kind Mm -hmm. of adapt your life to Mm -hmm make it easier i don't like you know like yeah. work around it like instead of working against it exactly mm-hmm. so that's but and even with that like a 10 like i always thought of it in the terms of like childhood attachment and yeah. i do not like i to my core i do not think that came from my parents i think that just came from experiences with friends and previous i don't know relationships yeah. quote unquote like junior high yeah talking phases mm-hmm. and that like every with everyone every time i was like stung by yeah someone in my life yeah i would put, I'd add a brick yeah to the point where i just had this wall that was like absolutely not yeah you cannot come in yeah exactly I'm keep you at a distance for uh, as a form of protection mm-hmm. but it's like since finding that out i've reshifted my mind to being like it's not an attack mm-hmm. yeah and me being vulnerable isn't being weak yeah that's huge yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> round of applause for Kayla <laughs> yay which sounds so pathetic to be like come to this re- that realization but it's important right but if it's something you've internalized without realizing it yeah man mm-hmm. 
game change. It's just so much lighter. Yeah. Like, like, it takes a whole weight off your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not on edge anymore. Like, I used to be so, like, short-fused. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Because, again, it's like, I just remembered who I am. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And I know I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, anyone who doesn't see that, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're not meant for yeah. me. Then get out. Move along. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time on you. Yeah. If you're not going to give me the basin basic decency of respect like exactly yeah it's a whole like if i'm too much go find less literally living by that oh my gosh we love it um yeah so um and then we also have like the law of attraction work Mm -hmm. um i find this one just funny so the law of attraction can also be useful for achieving your professional goals and so some people think um that by simply thinking positively about their career aspirations it will just manifest positive changes but they're actually like you need to make changes in order to get changes. Yeah. Um, and so, like, for example, simply, like, wanting higher pay isn't enough. So you need to take action such as, like, acquiring skills, seeking promotions, pursuing a new position, um, increasing your education, all of that in order to get that higher mm-hmm. pay. Um, I don't understand how that's not the law of attraction or the, how that is the law of attraction because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me how, like, with work, I would take it less so of, like, what you're doing and more so how you're feeling if for the law of attraction. Yeah, but to me, that was, like, at the top where I have, like, that's what people, like, mistakenly think of. Because it's like, yeah, like, if I apply for a promotion, but I have all the skills that, like, make me like eligible for that promotion and then i get that promotion is that a law of attraction or is that just i applied for it and i was qualified for it so i got it well that yes i agree with that yeah but if you're say low level and you want to be ceo Mm -hmm. you're putting in that work to become ceo because you're like be like i'm gonna be a ceo one day right right and so you're taking the steps and i think that's where the law of attraction comes from in that premise yeah but if you want to use law of attraction for work, I would more so focus on how you're feeling rather than what you're doing mm-hmm. because the job title could change or be very different than what you think it's going to be. Yeah. But you can be like, I feel financial freedom. Yeah. I am satisfied with my work. I'm excited to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. I am eager to interact with my colleagues. Yeah. Like all those types of things. And it might, your job title that you had in mind might switch. Yeah. But the feeling and the overall, like, energy around how you want work to be, that is what yeah I feel like you're attracting more so rather than, mm-hmm. like, applying for a job that you know you're going to get. Yeah, that's just, that's how it was written. It was like, apply for a job you know you're going to get, and then you're going to get it. And then that's a law of attraction. And I was like, I don't understand. I put in a lot more work than I thought I would have had to for this law of attraction. And I think that's maybe where I'm getting hung up is, like... I'm like, oh, look, if I just change my vibration and start thinking better thoughts, it'll be great. But if I actually have to, like, practice those thoughts and, like, do the work to get the good things. Um, yeah. And so. I... My leg is so numb. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I think of this example, though, with you, mm-hmm. where you were qualified for the one job that you applied for. Yeah. And you didn't get. Yeah. Like, again, we go through everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason yeah. why this wasn't the right timing, even though you were 
technically. I was manifesting it yeah. and putting out all the vibrations and doing all the things. But that means, like, doesn't mean you can never have it. It just yeah. means not right now. Not right now, yeah. There's clearly something that you need to work on, build on. Yeah. And or there's a different route yeah. to get there. Maybe that's putting, I don't know, meaning to rejection. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, but I was just like, especially with that, there was no, like, other door that was open. It was just, like, I was walking really quickly down the hall, and I was like, oh, that's the door I want. And then it was like, no, 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 keep going. Yeah. But I'm like, where, why? Yeah. Why not? Why was that shown to me and then just taken away? Because I think it was to to get your perception on how you really do feel about that Mm -hmm. certain career path. Yeah. But you're not, you're not living your life like towards that certain career path right now yeah it was just something almost from your past that's like a reminder of like yeah this is hey this is what you used to be interested in are you still interested in it yes or no yeah and so with that it's like yeah i'm not living my life totally towards that because i've only been shown no matter how much work you do towards that career you will not get it yeah so then do i need to completely change everything was it give it up completely because i wouldn't say give it up completely but i'd say give up the being so um type a about what that is going to look like because i've changed what it's going to look like i've had to Mm -hmm. and so then i was like okay this is going to be that will be awesome yeah and nothing yeah and so i'm not trying to be like oh boohoo me i'm literally just trying to like yeah this is this is my thought process i think you're gonna get it because it's it's been a a soul passion for a long long time yeah but I think it's going to come later and not as expected. Yeah. I mean, as it's being shown that it's going to come later. Yeah. But I think it's going to come in a different format mm-hmm. that you least expect. Yeah. And I think you're. St- I think it's still waiting for you to, like, open your eyes to that. Yeah. Like, even the opportunity that you had most recently mm-hmm. is something you never thought of before. Yeah. But still works within the same topic. Yeah. And so maybe that opportunity is to be like, oh, is that more so what i want to do rather than yeah the in-office job yeah just make your own because you want like flexibility of schedule and stuff Mm -hmm. you wouldn't get that with the office job yeah and so to already have a a time limit so to speak when you if you started this office job yeah because you would leave it Mm -hmm. once you start having a family okay but that's the thing yeah i don't know when i'm gonna start having a family so why should i keep putting off what my career is gonna be what my Mm -hmm. job what my passions are yeah for the potential of oh i might have kids before i'm 30 yeah i know i I got that and yeah i'm not trying to argue or what yeah these are just things that i'm like okay but why why can i not have kids right now and why can i not have the career that i want right now so what what am I supposed to do and right that now? that could all be coming up quicker than you even expect. Just because you can't see it now. <laughs> yeah. It's like a foggy day. Yeah. It could be coming up straight. It could be one it. kilometer <laughs> and it's right there. Sorry, Mia. And so I, that's where the whole law of attraction, law of vibration, like... Yeah. Because you're not on the vibration of, I'm going to have this desk job and my career is me. Yeah. Your career is not you. It's never been yeah. your sole focus. Your your family is you. Mm-hmm. And so you're vibrating with, I'm having a family. Yeah. Right? And so even though it's not this current <laughs> moment, yeah, you still are raising a team of boys. Yeah, I've got 10 children. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have been vibrating on this family level, not this 
office career level, which that job would have demanded. Yeah. Whereas the other opportunity that just came up offers you more freedom. Yeah. Where you can work within your field and get income within your field. Yeah. In a different way than you thought going into university. Yeah. That's just where I'm thinking is like, you're, I know I, I'm just, I'm like, I feel so like split. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I want this, but I also want this, but it's like, mm-hmm. neither of them are happening right now. So like, do I just need to like pick one to focus on it? Well, and some would argue that there are some theorists with that, but mm -hmm. it's, I think at your core, like, you know what you want. And that's where I think just like visualizing, um, writing down on paper what you want the next five years to look like. Yeah. Has way more power than I want to give it credit for. (laughs) That's (laughs) how we got this podcast. (laughs) I hate it. Hate it. Goal setting when I was in figure skating, but our coaches demanded that we do goal setting. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like an axle would be cool to get. I don't like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I put enough practice. I know I'm going to get it anyways. Mm-hmm. But you get it so much quicker when it's like in focus. And so how much of that career and the time needed demanding from that career mm-hmm. would you have been willing to focus in on at the time? A lot. Have I, I gotten this job right out of university? <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot. It would have definitely put, like, a marriage and family, like, kind of on the back burner, but not yeah. to the point where, like, it's not going to happen, right? But that's outside of university. Yeah. When you applied in February. Yeah. Your brain was not solely focused on that. Even when we first met, you went to do further studies, and your brain was not solely focused on yeah. doing those studies. Oh, no. I've never wanted to. Once I graduated university, I was like, I am not going back to school. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just can't pick a path because I feel like I'm doing nothing right now. No. So I'm like, I want to do something. Yeah. But so like, I would go along the lines of visualize a feeling rather than because I mean, even to me, I'm I'm studying. Yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm studying. I'm talking. Yeah. I have a potential job opportunity that I'm like yeah. excited about, but we haven't mm-hmm. talked yet. We haven't had yeah. the interview yet. But it's like I have all this like <laughs> anticipation that something is going to be starting like career wise. Mm hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. And so it's this, it's this like blind trust where I'm just driving down this foggy road. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, there's going to be a there's deer gonna right be something. there. Yeah. And I'm going to have to like, oh my goodness, what if we hit our deers at the same time? <laughs> I'd rather not hit a physical deer. Yeah, let's not, not a metaphorical deer. But hypothetically, that could happen. Yeah. Because we are both working towards a career. Yeah. In our own. Yeah. Lanes. Yeah. But I don't know. These podcasts I, just need to start making money, so I feel like I'm <laughs> contributing to society a little bit. <laughs> no. That's that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. when it comes to work, it's like, yeah, if you're qualified and you just apply, mm-hmm. you're likely going to get it. Yeah. If you don't get it, there's obviously something you need to there's fine tune. Yeah. There's something missing. Find that missing piece. Yeah. Ask your interviewer, mm-hmm. what if I was to apply again in three months, what, is, what would you guys like to see for yeah. improvement? Yeah. Or why the person you hired over me mm-hmm. and like gain that f- feedback, seek that education, um, find that drive to, to really determine if you really want it. Yeah. Cause a lot of rejection, it offers you the opportunity to reflect on if it's actually something you want or not. Mm-hmm. Or if there is something greater that you're like, actually, you know what? No, this isn't like, this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't know, think about when you're dating someone for the first time and then 
everything is good and fine and dandy and then they give you the ick once yeah. and then you think of all the things that were red flags that you just kind of ignored yeah because you had your rose colored glasses on yeah you're in the honeymoon phase yeah yeah same same idea with work mm-hmm. like oh this seems great i love this but then once you're in it you're like oh, wow this sucks yeah. yeah are you fortunate is it actually meant to be mm-hmm. so with every rejection just take a time to reflect on is that actually what I wanted, like at my core, yeah. does that align with how I want to feel, see, look, yeah, um, whatnot? Yeah, exists in the universe. Yeah. So that was a fifteen-minute tangent on why journey feels <laughs> unnecessary. Um, <laughs> unnecessary is the right word. Yeah. I'm actually doing really good. Just sometimes I think these things. Yeah. Um. So some impacts of the law of attraction. So, even though it kind of lacks scientific support, um, there are some changes that it can have in people's lives that are, like, very obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the first is that it can have spiritual effects. And so, by using this law, you kind of tap into your spirituality, which is in itself linked to reduce stress, better health, lower depression, overall better well-being. Like, it's why a lot of people seek out religion and to seek out their spirituality. It just makes them feel better. Well, it gives you a, a, purpose a purpose and something yeah. to work for, and that's next week's episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last three episodes of June just kind of run together so good. Yeah. Um, it can also result in better well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, so by focusing on attaining a new reality and by believing that it is possible, we tend to take more risks, notice more opportunities, and open yourself up to new possibilities. Because um, it allows you a confidence that you might have not had before. And yeah. again, that's all with skill building, knowledge. Exactly. Um physically doing something mm-hmm. over and over again yeah right like the first time you figure you feel you wow i was like, the first time you figure skate because <laughs> yeah. like yeah. everyone jumps into figure yeah. skating yeah so the, the first time i figure skated <laughs> i almost said figure scat <laughs> like past tense <laughs> scat like poop yeah yeah but it was like s-k-a-t i figure scat yeah but it's like okay but learning to walk or first time you skate Mm -hmm. right the first time i i mean i I could skate since i could walk because Mm -hmm. we just had these double blades that you strap onto the boots oh my gosh yeah but i was not grateful or Mm -hmm. grateful (laughs) (laughs) grateful I was not grateful when I scat. Piss off, mom and dad. I did not want to do that. um, I was not, like, graceful about it, right? Mm. I was also probably three or four. I I think I learned to walk sooner than that. But Mm -hmm. I think I was about three or four when I was, like, actually on skates. Yeah. You hold on to the chair and you're wobbly and it's like a deer finding its legs. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, I want to say three or four fast forward 12 years and i was competing yeah right i was doing jumps and spins and all these things and that just comes with practice and exactly just showing up and being consistent mm-hmm. works towards the law of attraction dude consistency is key it sounds stupid and corny and overused but like it doesn't take that long to see results when you're consistent no it's just showing up. yeah mm-hmm. like yeah and that's on going to the gym well, that's 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 a prime example of it too, <laughs> mm-hmm, right? Yeah. But but even like even say you block out your whole schooling experience. If you mm-hmm. show up every day, you're still doing something you're towards still finishing yeah. whatever your schooling experience is. You're still putting in the effort to get that degree, which is so so much work and effort and mm-hmm. everyone who graduates, even who doesn't graduate but gets close and does some schooling, mm-hmm. that's impressive. That's just hard hard work. Like you're still 
showing up and you still are moving towards something mm-hmm. if you change past like you change past that's whatever yeah but you you've gone down you've kept moving rather than staying stagnant and in thought paralysis and yeah decision paralysis and yeah all those tune into next week's excuse me tune into next week's episode yeah because it's a gooder for more on that um and so when we believe we don't deserve good things we behave in ways that sabotage our chance of happiness so by changing our self-talk and feelings about life we reverse the negative patterns in our lives and create a more positive productive and healthy life um, so one good thing leads to another, and the direction of a life can shift from a downward spiral to an upward ascent mm-hmm. immediately. And as I've talked about before, my personal experience, mm-hmm. my devalue of like self worth, then turned into me actually losing my health, mm-hmm. and then me being like, no, no, actually, yeah. wait a second, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to live fast, die young. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make it to a hundred. <laughs> I don't want to live slow, die slow, live slow, <laughs> live slow, die old. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is how that works. But yeah. 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 So um I guess the last little bit we have for this episode is just like we've kind of covered is like, do we believe in the law of attraction? How does it affect us? Mm-hmm. Which like, I do. Yeah. I do. I've yeah. I've had yeah. I do. I feel like right now I'm holding it at his arm's length just because. Yes, who I am. Kind of what you do. Yeah. I'm like, well, that sounds great. Cool. Keep it away from me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Like, but do you think like releasing yourself to that would bring up more of these opportunities that you overthink on? I don't know that I can fully trust that. Okay. Like, I don't fully like. Oh my goodness, the amount of things that like I've law of attracted. Mm-hmm. insane oh yeah. my goodness i know what i need to do i need to make a bracelet when i got into school i made a smew like friendship bracelet out of thread smew is a school i went to st mary's university mm-hmm. um it was out of their colors i wore it from like the time i applied mm-hmm. it broke the week i got my acceptance letter Huh. i was devastated that it broke and like three or four days later i got my acceptance letter huh so maybe I need to do that again because every time I've done that, something's happened. Well, because how much of that comes from like a visual reminder? Exactly. That you have issues with otherwise. Yeah. So maybe I just need to do that because I, again, at the time, jump jump back to that song <laughs> a little bit. At the time you were applying, like yeah, it's like what you wanted, mm-hmm. but it wasn't preoccupying your full attention. No, I was very much like an escape. Yeah. It was like oh, if I get this, I can quit my job, and then yeah. I just had to quit my job anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd say give it a go. Yeah. Like, have a physical representation, and that's where vision boards and stuff, like, that's what I find Mm -hmm. the most helpful, or I have um, a journal, just, like, write little random, I don't know, either tarot readings or positive affirmations, quotes that I liked. Like, I've just always done that since high school. It's a very artsy, I'll doodle, I'll do whatever Mm -hmm. I want, and that was, like, a brain dump of, like, what do I want? Yeah. And what do I want my life to look like? Yeah. No, I think that'd be a good idea. Catch me next episode with bracelets up to my elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. I have all my bracelet making stuff here. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is something new. I have a travel sweater. I know this is the end of the episode and not what you care about at all. Um, And I was sewing on a patch and I kept breaking the needles. Hmm. I haven't broken a single needle. I sewed on all the other patches except for this one. I broke two. Huh. And they just snap in half. Oh. And I was like that's weird awesome Maybe so it's just not meant to be yeah i was like what the heck i'm pretty sure it's my nova scotia patch mm. <laughs> that's so sad maybe you should let it go <laughs> no 
<laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. But then the last, so the last thing that Jern had is you have a, a mm-hmm. question. I have a question. As so our in, segment. As our segment, I would like to ask you guys, and I want you guys to actually respond. Um, <laughs> I came out so passive aggressive, but I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I just, I'm actually curious, so I'd no. like to know, where do you sit in your mind? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you feel that, like, your consciousness is? Like, mine is, like, like right behind my nose, kind of, like, just below my third eye, like, bridge of my nose. Mm-hmm. Like, but back a little bit. Yeah. Like, if you could go through my temple and through the bridge of my nose, where they would intersect. Yeah. That's where, like, that's where I am. And I had a hard time, like, Journey <laughs> asked me that question. I have a hard time, because I can't really think of one sole place. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't. So, I, I don't. I don't feel anything in my head. Do, so, do you think you move around then? Maybe. Like, do you think you're like in your heart and like, oh, when you're doing something that, like creative, you're like, oh, now I'm in my hands. Ooh, that's weird to think about. Yeah. And then, like, when you're working out, you're like, oh, I'm in my legs. I'm in my feet. Like, obviously, we're everywhere in our body, but like, yeah, my main is like. I think yeah. If anything, <laughs> I could say I'm in like my heart. Hmm. But that's just the only thing, because I'm just like, trying to reflect on whenever I'm, like, calm and still and just, like, existing. Yeah. I'm really good at shutting my brain off. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anything, I would think I would feel like I'm in my heart. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if anything. Otherwise, like, wherever my intuition is. Yeah. Like, that we say gut feeling, but I'm not always in my gut. Yeah. And, yeah, like... I mentioned it in the other episode where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like flat Stanley. Like, it's so weird that I'm like a whole human being right now. But like, yeah. And like, it's not to say that I don't like feel things other places. Yeah. But yeah. It's interesting because you said like, you don't exist past your eyes. Mm -hmm. That's because we're... I'm like, I'm right here. Perception of consciousness is. Yeah. Yeah. And the back of my head is totally foreign to me, especially when we record. See, you know, I don't, I don't have that. That's so I can't relate to that. It's like, my brain just feels like a like a waterfall of anything like i'm oh. very aware of the back of my head because my hair yeah is always touching my back i always have stimulation i know that's a part of me yeah and like yeah i do too but it's also like it doesn't exist i've never had that experience oh my goodness maybe i'm just dissociating am i mentally ill is that a symptom <laughs> <laughs> it feels like i'm just saying like red flags that people should be like afraid for my safety no okay I say hesitantly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just no question mark. Like, no, it doesn't affect your day to day to a negative no. stance. So that's no. Yeah, it's just kind of like that's just where I am in my, mm. especially right now. And I don't know if that changes like with the emotions you feel because sometimes you feel different emotions in different parts of your body. So like, yeah, is it like your consciousness is moving? Yeah. I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. Yeah, I think yeah. The only answer I can really settle on right now is my heart. Yeah, because I think about every decision or whatever it's it comes from like my chest mm-hmm. so yeah that would make sense yeah was your chest chakra open yeah it was like belly up yeah was good okay sick belly down was not, not good <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well and here's the other option though mm-hmm. maybe i'm above myself Maybe I'm I, maybe yourself I live, is maybe I live in my crown and that's why I don't feel anything maybe. physically. Maybe that's why your hair is so like important to you is because you're like in your crown in your hair and like that's where you are. 
Yeah. And that's why when it's not doing what you want, you feel, like, not like yourself. Yeah. Because I'm saying heart, question mark, but, like... Yeah. Because that's just where I feel the most emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I don't feel, like, a lot of emotion behind so you my live in your, eyes. Well, you live in your third but eye, But it's where though. I am. If you're talking chakras, you live in your third eye. Yeah. And I then live in my crown. Yeah. Interesting. So, but, yeah, I live in my sphenoid. So. Where do you guys live? Yeah. <laughs> Put your address in the comments below. Let's <laughs> <laughs> some cookies. Yeah. Or ciabatta bread. Or yeah, some ciabatta. Um, all right. Well, that's today's episode. That um, was Law of Attractions. Yeah. If you like what we're doing or if you just like us, give us a like. Mm-hmm. Rating, reviews, comments, all of that helps boost us up for... Mm-hmm other people to find us yeah keeps us relevant yeah mm-hmm. on socials i'm mac joy i'm it's jubes we are sometimes about slaps on all social media platforms mm-hmm. youtube our website sometimes slaps.com where you can find all of our episode links plus our book club reviews and affiliate links yes exactly so yeah we'll all right later. have a great day thanks for watching and talk to you for now bye bye